Now, ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. It is 6 o'clock and we are live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. Tuesday edition of the show in the Victory Casino, Cruises.com Studios. Home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. We've got a lot to get to. Not a lot of time to work with. Only 30 minutes with Jerry and me. Coming up Florida State basketball at 630 right here on ESPN 580 96.5 FM HD2. The TuneIn Radio app. Pretty much anywhere you get audio, you can find us here on ESPN 580. The MLB Hall of Fame inductees for the 2019 class are going to be announced here coming up. We'll get some reaction on that. And, of course, your thoughts on AFC and NFC Championship Sunday. Should Roger Goodell have them replay Saints-Rams with a minute 48 to go? Michael Thomas wants it. The city of New Orleans wants it. I'm sure the Los Angeles Rams, not quite fans, of that potential. But of course, you can take your calls at 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. The text is 21232 and on Twitter at ESPN 580Nick and at the Jerry Daniels. And of course, we start every single show with the top trending stories around Orlando. It is the Yingling Six Pack. The Yingling Six Pack. Because we know you like your Yingling cold. And your topics hot. It's the Yingling Six Pack. The six most talked about stories today. On live, local, and loud. One. Before we get to the Yingling Six Pack, why are you giving him a hard time? How come someone from Chicago can tell a guy from South Boston area mm-hmm. that his Boston accent well, isn't bo- good enough? Because the Boston accent sucks. Anessa's Boston accent is his fake Boston accent. It sucks. <laughs> That's fine. Mine isn't good either. I wish we could do them. Like, but ben, he's from there. I understand. It it doesn't work. He's been here thirty years, bro. <laughs> it Come doesn't on. go away. It does. It's gone. It's gone. I th- I mean, I thought it was exaggerated, but I thought he had a good effort behind okay, it. Okay, well, listen. I mean, tomorrow we'll be on the show. I will <laughs> run it back, and we'll see how it goes. I didn't think it was that good. I thought he could do better, and that's my job. My job is to push him the same way it's his job to push me. What's the number one story? The number one trending story in Central Florida is apparently the no call was made in favor of a team in L.A. that the ref used to play for and went to school in L.A. and lives in L.A. I love, by the way, this is tailor-made for Jerry, the conspiracy (laughs) theorist lover. That the this NFL, is the number one training story. That this game was absolutely rigged. So tell me more about this because I didn't see these details until really just before we got on the air for this show. Yeah, so apparently... So the official that was on the sideline there played for the Rams, lived in L.A. Yeah, his name's uh, Phil McKinley. His entire crew is from L.A., okay? Uh-huh. Two of which played for the Rams. He played for the Rams back in the 80s. Um, he also went to UCLA and is from L.A. as well. And the entire crew is from L.A. as well. So they all live in Los Angeles. Yes. Uh, probably not. A now, good... I do have one defense. All right, go ahead. Apparently, L.A., the Rams, actually made an argument before the game they that they did not want him on. Yeah, they did not want him calling the game. They didn't want this crew because they had a losing record with this crew, with Bill Vinovich yes. as the head official. Yes. Because the reputation for these guys was that they didn't actually throw flags. Yes. And the Rams are a team that really is more Benefits of a finesse team. That. Right. Yes. They're, they're not a power team. They're a finesse team. Uh, I find this intriguing that the conspiracy theorists are <laughs> jumping in here to help the Saints when it was the Rams that didn't want these guys. Uh, though... The NFL maybe should think about optics when it comes to this. I don't know. I I, I don't believe I in these things. I think they have to add the right 
to dispute a non-call. So just kind of like in a in a court hearing, yeah, right, where you can veto specific uh, jurors, I guess, when they do what is it called, uh, voir dire? That's what it's called, right? <laughs> My years of watching legal dramas is helping. Law and me order here. was it? Law and order. Uh, law, law and order. There's plenty, okay, but like voir dire, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, like, right. okay, um, let's see, Bill Vinovich, Sean McVay. Yeah, we'd like to exercise our option for another zebra. Okay, uh, Bill Vinovich, you are. Uh, thank you for your no, service. No, but I also you think are, they should allow you to dispute non-calls. Oh, you're talking about okay. a dispute. So a coach's challenge. Yeah, coach's challenge, but for a non-call. I agree. I agree. I talked about this yesterday on Monday Night with Nick and Company. It's a show from 6 to 8. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, <laughs> I agree, and we'll talk about that more as the show goes on. Two. Well, apparently, actually, there's a rumor coming out of the NFL that blah, 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 that might happen. All right, sticking with this theme, I'm sorry, but this is what's trending. Angry New Orleans fans, including the Highway Patrol, um, are filing a lawsuit and are putting up billboards uh, throughout Atlanta um, saying that the team that was supposed to be there isn't. By the way, did you see that the uh, the toll signage on the way back across the, the what is it, the poncha train? Yeah, what did it say? We got robbed, right? Yeah, we got robbed. Got ro- yeah, we got robbed. It was moments <laughs> after the game was over. We got robbed, and now you have these billboards. Yeah. I guess a car salesman in New Orleans yeah, yeah, put yeah. these up in Atlanta, 16 in Atlanta. billboards around Atlanta that says Saints got robbed and yeah. NFL... I didn't see them. I was in Atlanta yesterday. NFL blew it. Yeah, you were in Atlanta, yeah. so you didn't see it yesterday. No, and I went to the the next story. You went to the Magic... Yeah, I went to the Magic Hawks game. game. Okay, yeah, cool. So, so, uh, but I didn't see any billboards up yet. Well, they're, they're, they're up now. The optics, once again, bad for the NFL because the perception is, at least from some fans, that yeah. one of the two participants in Super Bowl 53 is illegitimate. Now, the league got over this when it came to Deflategate. Uh-huh. The Patriots were presumed to be illegitimate in that game, though. They beat the hell out of the Colts, so that kind of helped their case. The Saints had opportunities to win this game after that blown call. They blew the game. The refs did not. Bl- the refs blew the call. The Saints blew the game. There is some blame to go on Sean Payton here. I think that's for sure. Three. Orlando Magic figured out how to win on the road. Got a chance to see it actually. As the Orlando Magic beat the Atlanta Hawks one twenty-two to one hundred three. It was another late comeback by your Orlando Magic. I really like uh, what Nick, Vich- Nick Vucevic said uh, during. I was going to go into that next. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that is that the next story? Yeah. If we don't make the playoffs, we're out. Yeah. yeah exactly. Um, that was the next. Is that that story yeah. for? Okay, okay, we'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, the the Magic needed that game. They yeah. did. Uh, when you blow double digit leads like they have, like it's a bodily function in the month of January, you have to beat one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference. Did the Magic expect to make the playoffs? They need to beat teams like Atlanta, teams like Chicago. By the way, this year we've seen them lose to Chicago, and they very well could have lost that game last night to Atlanta. So that was a that was a big win for them, though. At the end of the year, if they make the playoffs, we won't circle that as a big no. win necessarily. Four. Vooch says if we don't. There you go. <laughs> Vooch says if we don't make the playoffs, this is probably it for us. Um, a lot of people kind of wanted more specifics on that. Basically, he made it clear that he didn't think he thought this was the end of the road for him and Evan Fournier. He's right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Nick Vucevic, his contract is up uh, yeah. after this year. Uh, I don't, still don't expect Nick Vucevic necessarily to be on this team after the trade deadline. You know what was trending after that game? What's that? Vooch and Fournier are the core. That was trending. The two guys that had twenty nine points. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think that's an interesting way to look at this because we're focused on the young guys. Yeah. Uh, for a team that's going to make the playoffs, yeah, uh, the core of the team is Vooch, Fournier, and Gordon. Uh, for the team that's going to hopefully compete for, 
I want to say championships, but I yeah, mean compete yeah, yeah. for bigger games, compete for for you know for more playoff berths in the future. It's Bamba Isaac Gordon. Isaac and Bamba just are not ready right now, and I'm, I have to say I'm surprised uh, at at kind of how slowly Bamba has come along this year. Uh, it, it's been you know he needs a lot of growing to do. But the core of this team, it's not Isaac Bamba Gordon. It is. It's Evan Fournier. It's Nick Vucevic, and it's it's Aaron Gordon. That's for sure. Five. Carmelo deserves another chance. Is he going to get one? Where is he going to get it? Is it going to be in Orlando? You are chomping at the bit. So uh, <laughs> we heard Zach Lowe mention this during the Sports Center. Okay, and you tell me where the Magic do not check the boxes. And I got into a lot of trouble last year when I brought this up. Here's the thing. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony does not help teams in the win-loss column. So okay. I, I I have to bring that up first. I'm not a fan of Carmelo's game. I'm not a fan of his attitude. But Zach Lowe brought up a team that's going to look to sign Carmelo as a team that's desperate to make the playoffs. Check. A team that <laughs> needs offense. Check. And a team that won't mind his defensive lapses. Kind of a check. Because you're going to rely on him to score. I'm just saying, if Carmelo is willing to go to Orlando, and I think that's the real long shot because he's Carmelo Anthony. He wants to play in New York, L.A. Chicago doesn't want him to play for them. Um, I would be really intrigued to see what a Carmelo Anthony on the Orlando Magic would look like because I'll tell you, uh, you need kind of a guy that's going to help space the floor, and Carmelo does a little bit of that. He's not a three-point shooter, but he would get attention from defenders, uh, and he would be the kind of guy that you give him the ball and say, Melo, do Melo things. It would interest me. It's not an absolute. It's not an automatic no for me, though. I think it would be from the team. He'd be cheap. six. He'd be cheap. Yeah, he's cheap too. Yeah, exactly. I'm just throwing out veteran minimum. Carmelo yeah, Anthony. Yeah, yeah. I you might take it for that. Hoodie mellow in the Florida Sun Heat. Can I have seven? Seven's really good. Can I have seven tonight? Well, oh sure. I mean, if you want, let me seven. Cheat. Sure. No, no, no. I'll go to six oh, okay. now. I but I want to go. Up. I want to go to seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by the way, we're about as on point as the <laughs> NFL officials this weekend right now. Six. What's number six? All right. According to the NFL, they were looking into a report that lasers were flashed to Tom Brady during the AFC title game. I thought it'd be red, right? Because no. the fire in his eyes. No, they were green. Tom Brady out there dodging lasers like C-3PO <laughs> and R2-D2. Am I right? Uh, further cements the legacy of the GOAT that even while people are impairing his vision, Tom Brady uh, can lead a fourth quarter drive where he goes three for three on third down, hitting Edelman twice and Rob Gronkowski once. I, I don't know why uh, I don't know why people feel the need to do this. Like you're in the crowd, you're watching a sporting event, and what, you got to bring out a laser pointer? I, I did see, I saw the video of the laser pointer. Uh, that that is a special laser pointer. If you're in the stands and you're able to get that in, that Tom is Brady's an intense eyes. freaking yes, laser. That thing pointer. is very powerful. Seven. All right. So apparent. This I don't know this site, but I had I couldn't find the story, but it was trending. Okay. So dailies dailiesnark.com. You ever heard of this website? No. What I are we getting into here? Okay. So here we go. According to them, they have video, and if you look at the video, it shows the referee tapping. Brady on the back and his lips saying, I got your back. You know that. Subsequently, I'm out of the story already. I'm okay, out. you're out. I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm done. Have you have you looked no, at I'm the out. video? No, I'm not even talking about it. No. You're not even gonna look at the no, video. I, no, I'm I'm done. I'm good. I'm good. No, 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 the games aren't fixed. You love that Seinfeld episode with the reading lips, yes, don't I, you? Yes, I do. So That's, you don't have any validity in reading no, lips at all? No, I'm not. I'm not taking anything from this whatsoever. <laughs> that an official said to Tom Brady, "I got you." Uh, the pass interference call on Chris Jones was terrible. 
But by the way, that game still wasn't over at that point. D. Ford had one of the worst plays, one of the worst gaffes, I would say, in playoff history to line up offsides on what would have been a game-ending interception. Who did you hurt for most this weekend? Uh, it's a really good question. Uh, we'll get into that, actually. Okay. Why don't we talk about that coming up next? Who did you hurt for the most yeah. this weekend? Yeah, because oh. my heart was hurting. 844 <laughs> That's 844 844- 225-5580. Text is 21232. That's 21232. Don't worry, Twitter. Tom. I got your back. At ESPN 5 and <laughs> Nick and at the Jerry Daniels. Who did you hurt most for this weekend? And who's in Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame? That announcement coming up next. It's live, local, and loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. So who do you feel bad for after the debacle that was the Saints-Rams game and the NFC Championship game and after the Patriots beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game? A dramatic, tumultuous, uh, exciting Championship Sunday. Uh, who do you feel bad for? 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. The text 21232. That is 21232 on Twitter at espn 5 nick and at the Jerry Daniels. Welcome back. It's live, local, and loud in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios, home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. Uh, I watched football on Sunday for like seven straight hours and did move. <laughs> I went to one bar, watched the game, drank, yeah. ate, yeah. and then drove to another bar, watched the game, drank, ate, drove home. I watched it in the weirdest location ever. What's that? A gun range. Oh. Yeah, I, we were. Um, good thing there weren't. Were there saying? Never mind. All right, go ahead. Sorry. We uh, we went out to a gun range and we were sh- doing indoor skeet shoot. Okay. And then we were watching the games between indoor skeet shoot. I've never done that. But it was weird. You've never done skeet shooting before. Yeah, but not indoor. Oh, not indoor. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I've not yeah, done yeah. it indoor. I've done it one time with with some friends, and we yeah. had the handheld one where you threw it. And my buddy really? Almost, yeah. So it's just it's like it goes on the end of a stick. We'll get. To, it goes like on the end of a <laughs> stick, right? And you like sling it, okay? Yeah, that's weird. And we stopped after my buddy. That sounds, almost, yes, yes, there was almost a terrible. There was almost a terrible, <laughs> terrible. And buckshots are dangerous because yeah, they go everywhere. There is a fine line between laughing and crying. That is yeah. how I will put it. I'm glad that we didn't have uh, a John McCain situation. I guess is that is that what it was? <laughs> yeah. Was it McCain who did it? Yeah. Lines are open eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. Tony in Orlando, you're live, local, and loud. What's up, Tony? Hey guys, real quick, I just want to let you know, uh, as a former. You might have to put him on hold. Yeah, hold on, Tony. Tony, we're going to put you on hold. We're losing you. Yeah, hold on, Tony. Uh, Let's go to John in Orange City real quick. We'll get back to Tony here in just one second. John, what's up? Hey, guys. First off, Nikki, um, leave Scotty alone about his alarm clock. I still have an alarm clock I got when I was in high school. I can't believe that. AM, FM. Um, And when I go to my mom and dad's over in Kissimmee, they still have the alarm clock in the spare bedroom that I had when I was like six years old that still works. If it still works and wakes you up, you don't mess with it. But the one I feel bad for... Is he talking about buckshot? No, he's talking about the alarm (laughs) clock that Scotty and I were talking about. The the one I feel bad for is Reed with Kansas City. I mean, what has he got to do to get in this? Um, Gosh, he's got to play New England in this game. But here, here's an issue I have with all these coaching staff things where you can hire anybody. Um, now that he's fired his defensive coordinator, um, can you imagine if he had gotten the guy that was just at Cleveland that now signed with the Jets? Greg Williams. I can't remember. Greg Williams. 
to me, he is the best defensive coordinator in the league and should have been given a shot with, with Cleveland to be the head coach since they turned it around under his watch. But could you imagine if he had went to, went to Kansas City to lead that defense? Uh, that would have been unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think they need to wait until everybody's done before you can start hiring coaches because now that puts these guys, not only the coaches that are on teams in the playoffs at a disadvantage, but it also someone that might get fired now at a disadvantage and not getting. Why job. do you feel? Do you feel the so firing of Bob Sutton was fair? I actually don't. Yeah, uh, I don't either. I, I don't either. But you know what? Sometimes you need a change. For and what? You almost you were one. The, maybe there was some issues though in the locker room with some players. Yeah, like I, maybe there should have been players playing that weren't getting the playing time. Yeah, I'll agree with John that it doesn't have to necessarily be fair. It could be necessary for Kansas City. Sometimes you fire a coach that has achieved something that has gotten you to a Not point. Not like this, but man. You feel like you, you get more. You let a month go by, and then you make an announcement that Bob Sutton, due to due to circumstances unrelated to the team, has decided to step no, aside. No, no, no. I Your mean, like, best Bob, wishes to Bob and his family. That's if Bob Sutton wants to retire. Bob Sutton wants no, to you, coach you. I, you don't fire him the, like, the day after a loss uh, like that. No, nah, listen, man, this is business. At the end of the day, like I, I agree. Like, I, I wasn't a fan of it. That team made it the AFC Championship game. And, John, I appreciate the call. But if you're going to fire the guy, you fire him immediately. Be fair to him because there are other jobs that could still open up too. The Miami Dolphins are still looking you to fill out tell, their staff. You tell him. I tell him, hey, I'm firing you. You don't, you don't have to make an announcement nah, like it, that. Sometimes, sometimes not everything can be like all nice and sweet. That's all. I'm just, There's I'm nothing just wrong with nice and, and like, sweet. And like, I'm the nice and sweet guy between the two of us here. I can't believe I'm arguing this. <laughs> Let's go back to Tony here in Orlando. Tony, you're up next on Live Local and Loud. You there, Tony? Yeah, can you guys hear me? We got you now, Tony. Go ahead, loud and clear. All right. All right, right quick. Um, I just wanted to say... You got all game to win a game. I don't know. Granted, it came down to the last couple drives in which the previous drive, Jared Goff actually got face masked and they missed that call. So the game would have turned out differently no matter if they missed that call or that call. So, I, you know, I, I, I felt like they had all game and they had their rematch in overtime to, to settle it, but he blew it. So that was that. But most – I feel so bad for Kansas City offense. The whole entire offense – this whole year has been putting up points, and their defense has just not been helping them out. So I, I, I definitely feel bad about Ken. Not Andy Reid. Andy Reid had his chances in Philly and in Kansas City. But this particular offense, I feel so bad for him. I thought they had it this year. Yeah, it's the Lamar Hunt Trophy. Uh, it's, it's Lamar Hunt Trophy named after, of course, uh, the, the Chiefs owner, Tony. And, and the Chiefs have never won it. And I feel awful for Kansas City. I thought this was the year that they were going to get it. I feel bad for... Andy Reid, I feel bad for the Chiefs. I don't feel as bad for Pat Mahomes. I feel like he's going to be back. He looks awesome. Uh, but I, I feel bad, especially with the way that game went and the fact that the Chiefs never they never touched the ball in overtime. Good call, Tony. Really do appreciate it. 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. A quick correction. I said John McCain, uh, not not uh, not Dick Cheney, of course, uh, who was the, uh, the vice president under George Bush when I made my joke about one of my buddies almost shooting one of my buddies uh, when we played outdoor skeet. Uh, thank you to the texters that are reminding me that I'm a moron about politics and uh, do not have a very good memory. <laughs> I was on the phone, so I didn't hear it. Yeah. Or I would have been ready to give you, you crap, too. You corrected me. I said John McCain. You oh, said, did oh, I? yeah, John McCain. Yeah, you just played along. <laughs> you played along nicely, which is great. So now we know that you weren't listening. Uh, yeah, it was definitely. I have two good. jobs. You have two jobs. Sometimes, you know, I know multiple. Well, I have well. one job in particular, and it's to get this damn stuff right. How do you so pronounce that bad. word? Satirical? Satirical. Satirical. Yeah, satirical. Is so Daily Snark is a satirical. 
Yes. Which is funny because USA Today ran the story, too. Yeah. Quick thing here. I want to get to this before we get out. Uh, the Hall of Fame class uh, announced for Major League Baseball. How much time do I have? I got enough. Who cares? Uh, let's see. Uh, Mariano Rivera, <laughs> Roy Halladay, Edgar Martinez, Mike Mussina, Lee Smith, Harold Baines, the six that make it into the Hall of Fame class. Now, we knew Harold Baines was going to make it. Please in, that tell was me the first one you said was timers. unanimous. Mariano Rivera. And yes, Mariano was Rivera. Was it unanimous? I'm, can you, can you, I'm getting to the news here. Hold on a second, Jerry. Like I, but, but that would be the first time in history. Yes. Uh, Mariano Rivera is the first player to be unanimously elected to the Hall of Fame. 425 voters. That is and beautiful. Every one of them checked Mariano Rivera on their ballot. I'm so proud of the writers for that. Let's just give it up for the Hall yeah. of Fame. Yes, they way got it. Not, they got it right this time. Way to not be jackasses. Good for you guys. I really thought someone was going to be a. So trick. did I. So did I. I can't believe it. Wow. I'm, I'm for the first that time. That is huge. Hall of Fame for the first time. You've amazed me. Yeah. You have impressed me. I mean, some of it might be for the fact that everybody loved Mariano Rivera because they couldn't understand a damn word that came out of his mouth, so he could never tick you off since you couldn't understand what he was telling you, even if you spoke Spanish. Uh, but congratulations! I'm yeah. glad they figured that out. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm proud of Major League Baseball's Hall of Fame here, uh, because I felt like those guys best had closer to, in history. They had to have been drawing straws for who had to be the dude that left Mariano Rivera out. <laughs> that had that was going to will Jeter be the same? He was going. I think so. I think Jeter will be. Um, I don't think everyone should be unanimous, but I thought someone like Mariano Rivera, who did it for so long, Are should we, be unanimous Hall of Famer. We've got some low weeks with the NFL being kind of off with the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. maybe we should do that as a conversation going back which players should have been unanimous yeah. before him. I agree. We'll get into that. But that's going to do it for us tonight. Jerry and I will be back tomorrow. It'll be like we never left. FSU basketball is coming up next here on ESPN 580 Orlando.